2: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am your host, the geeky particular realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable New England's old Van sink With me, my co-host for this week... <laughs> The blonde show her herself wrong way in, Kerrigan. Nice. Nice ah. for this week. Well, you are. You're not going to be here next week.
3: Cheese Louise. Okay, attention, attention, everyone. I'm going on a little vacation next week. I'll be back.
4: Again. Again. I'll be back. Oh, Again.
3: It was the, It's like the last one. We have to sneak it in before, like, it's officially gone.
2: Yeah, I think that's so. the potty girl. Let's admit it.
3: Hey, I'll, I'll never deny that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What about you doing the time warp in the chat room?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah, time warp. That's like my official potty dance. <laughs> I
3: well, I hope I'll get to see you do it this year.
2: Oh, we did it last year at the uh, in Magnolia. It rocked. I know, but I wasn't there. Oh, hmm. So, <laughs> Michelle wants to know where you're going on a vacation. Like George in New York. Oh, there you go. We're going so anyways, out there uh, on the motorcycle. Join us, join us in the Tojanette uh, chat room, or uh, you can also, where, where can they join us?
3: Uh, they can go on Facebook and join us at Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation. And we're doing really good. We have almost, almost, no, we have 237 fans right now. Very exciting. Woo-hoo!
2: Yeah, whatever.
3: <laughs> yes, like you can go on Facebook full. and find us and like, like us. It's like a school
2: bus full. What do you Please. About? A school bus full. Well, unless you it's, ride the short bus.
3: It's, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's better than the little bus. So
2: <laughs> So anyways, I'll we a have nice a bus. great show tonight, I think. Yes, I hope so. Uh, and uh, uh, we have a great guest. Well, no, it's more than a guest. She's going to be like our hanger on tonight. Okay. And she's, she's a hanger a, on her? Yeah, my favorite West Coast witch. <laughs> yes. She is an author, and she's like, like really cool, none other than Marla
5: Brooks. I'm a hanger on her, huh? Nice. I, like, I kind of like that. Hi, Marla. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's so nice to have you back. Well, thanks. You know, I like coming to visit. It's always fun. Long. I
3: know. Oh. Been too long.
2: Been too I long. I know. Well, that's good. Know.
3: And Ron has missed you terribly.
2: Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That'll Love. be the day.
3: Yeah, his <laughs> favorite Love West Coast witch.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. is over. Okay. So I mean, any room of the house can be haunted, right?
5: Sure. Why yeah. do you ask?
2: Well, I mean, the bathroom could be haunted, right?
5: <laughs> it could very well be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where is this going? She asks with a with a kind of shudder in her voice. Yeah, go ahead. There's no going. It's already been.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I actually, through my years of investigating, I've had a lot of people talk to me about bathroom ghosts, which is really, really? interesting. And mm-hmm. I was able I was able to find this uh, terrific uh, video on uh, Chris Angel haunted toilet paper. So he, uh, yeah, so if you go on our page, which is what, Ed? Uh,
3: Ghost Chronicles dash Next Generation
2: on Facebook. Next Generation, right. I've clicked this video up though that so you can go watch this haunted toilet paper in action.
5: <laughs> uh, it, really? It, it acts or reacts? Uh, is that it? Uh,
2: you tell me. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how they did this. It's just simply
5: amazing. I'd switch uh, to corn cobs if that were the case. Oh! <laughs> I don't even want just to go saying, there. Just saying. Just
3: saying. I don't even want to go there. Hey, oh. I'm not seeing your link on our page there,
5: Mr. You Ron. Know. No, I'm not. I published Maybe it got wiped away by the toilet paper. <laughs> Are you really? I'm not There's seeing it. There's a call
2: from the dead. What is that? Hang on. How come and my link isn't there?
3: I don't know. You sure you did it right? You sure you did it on the right page? Did you put it on your page?
2: Oh, you know what I did? What? I yeah. forgot to post it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh jeez! Hit I'm the so magic silly. button, Ron. Okay. I'm
2: so silly. <laughs> <laughs> it, anyways, I did post it up there, so uh, I'm sure you'll just rush right into the uh, page there, whatever it is, and. Uh, All right. I see that, but. I will fix it up. I will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So
3: what are we going somewhere with this bathroom story? Yeah. Well, there it is. No, you know,
5: Halloween's coming up, right? Okay. Yeah, my favorite holiday. Right. Mine too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so?
2: And and everybody, you know, everybody likes, you know, Halloween.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So. Why right. Not, why not decorate your bathroom as well? <laughs> I mean, okay. We've well, all been in the bathroom where it smells like the undead, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Have we, have we not? I mean, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Okay. I'm being honest. You know, I'm an honest guy. I, I you know, I just,
5: I just tell painfully you honest. Sometimes, Ron. <laughs> uh, I've been heard, told that before. But... I
3: decorate all the rooms in my house for Halloween. Right. So even the bathroom.
2: So even the bathroom,
6: right?
3: Even the bathroom. We have little ghosts, and we have things, I put them on the mirror and
2: <laughs> my family just laughs at me. <laughs> if your uh, your bathroom uh, smells like the undead, right? Yeah. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it sound like the undead too? Maybe. So um. you could actually go out and buy this horrific haunted toilet paper holder. Oh. <laughs> and I have just posted that on the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see so, if we hey see this one. Guys, I've, I've set you all up for uh, Halloween. You can uh, you can see real video of a haunted toilet paper, and then you can actually deck out your house and do a uh, uh, haunted toilet paper. On, so. So, okay. I, I don't know how I got on that, but that's, that's fine.
3: Uh, all right. It's a so, stinky subject. Let's one.
5: move on. That's <laughs> just fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, scratching my head just a teeny little bit, but you know, that that's how that's how we roll, right? You Is that what it is? From the uh, being a witch, you know all those. No, it's it's thinking of haunted toilet paper, attacking my brain, feeling the need for mind bleach, and um, it's seeping out the pores. Uh, I mean, it's just. I mean, you know. I mean, witches
2: are supposed to be afraid of water, so I don't know. Maybe we
5: are You know what? Myth, myth, myth. I bathe every day. It's not a true story. No, it's not a true story. I saw it on TV. Okay. There you go. Therefore, uh-huh. it must be true.
3: Okay. Yep.
5: I rest my case.
3: You saw it on Wikipedia, so therefore, it is true.
2: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you my my story about the the internet and my ghost tours i don't know I don't if i think brought that so. up don't no 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 i don't think I, so well you know i do these ghost tours with jeremy Dontramont for uh, the friends of portsmouth lighthouse we do the the fort and uh the lighthouse and we always go through the fort and the, the main sally port which is the entrance to the fort it's called sally port so jeremy always does his little spiel about you know the history and stuff like that and then And he stops for a second, and I always say, well, you know, the Sally Port was named after Sally Port, who was the inventor of the English muffin. And it's usually really quiet there for a minute. And then all of a sudden I said, I know this is true because I read it on the Internet. (coughs) And then everybody... Well, yes, but anyways, that's a true story, though. I mean, many, many times that things get posted on the Internet and reposted and reposted and reposted. Mm-hmm. And, reposted, and mm-hmm. before you know it, a false uh, is the truth. This is true. No. It's
3: kind of really? like, like that story we had a few weeks ago about the um, story of Oceanborn Mary.
2: Oceanborn Mary. Mary. Yeah, maybe that, I can bring it up in that show, though. I don't know.
3: That got... Just uh, very elaborated over the years, and was not true. Yeah. Some of it,
1: so, most of it. Anyways,
2: <laughs> I uh, have also. I think I have a clip for us to play as well. Anna, can we play that clip? This is the uh, ghost train, please
5: train ...crash more than a hundred years ago is now the scene of a death investigation. A man who hoped to hear the siren of a ghost train got hit by a real one. Good afternoon everyone. I'm Sonya Gant.
7: And I'm Bobby Sisk. In for Dave Wagner. That original crash happened back in 1891. In it, 30 people died. Tonight we're hearing from witness to this morning's tragedy on a remote Statesville bridge where people go on the anniversary of that crash hoping to hear the ghost train. News Channel 36 reporter Rad Berkey is live with our mobile newsroom in Iredale County. Rad, tell us what happened here. Well, Bobby, it's almost unbelievable when you think about it, but let me show you where it happened. It happened on an old railroad trestle bridge called the Boston, or as they call it here, Boston Bridge, back beyond those trees. That's where 29-year-old Chris Kaiser of Charlotte was with a group of people, as you said, hoping they would hear a ghost train. But what they couldn't hear and then couldn't outrun was a real train, and we found a woman who saw it happen. I honestly thought we should have screamed at him or something. This woman who does not want to be identified looked on in horror as a Norfolk Southern freight train rounded a corner onto the old Boston Trestle Bridge. There were about a dozen people out on the bridge hoping to see or hear ghosts. They come out every year to mark the anniversary of another wreck here back in 1891, but they never heard the real train coming. 29 year old Christopher Kaiser from Charlotte pushed a woman with him off the side of the bridge before Kaiser himself was hit by the train and killed.
8: I believe that they they
7: fell really far.
4: I mean, that was a heck of a drop and they shouldn't have been out there.
7: Investigators say the hunt for the ghost train happens most every year but there's never been a problem before. You hear a lot about it usually there's not a crowd there's not a lot of people Uh, but yeah every year on anniversary for as long as I can remember there's always been people there's been interest uh, things of that nature there in the, the community. There are no guardrails on the bridge but there are warning signs to keep off. I realize following
4: Following things like that is common. We went out there in good fun to do it, but there's good fun, and then there's doing stuff in safety, and they were not being safe.
7: We talked to Christopher Kaiser's mother this afternoon. She said the family is just too distraught to talk about what happened right now. The name of the woman has still not been released. She's the one who was hurt when she went off the bridge, and we do not have an update tonight on her condition. Police say what happened here, no criminal charges, just a terrible accident. Reporting live in Statesville, Radberke, News Channel 36.
2: So, what do you think, guys? That was cheerful. Yeah. people don't think you can get hurt ghost hunting i mean this is a typical exa- example of someone not being in the real world when they should be
5: well, i'm not trying to be disrespectful but was the guy deaf i mean it's not like no, trains it wasn't don't just one Marla. it was a whole pile of them <laughs> Same difference, yeah. He was just the slowest one. Um, yeah. I mean, you hear trains coming. If you're on the tracks, you feel the vibration. I mean, there, right. there should have been some kind of warning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and and why?
3: Okay, so without looking for a ghost train on a live train trestle, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out if you hear a train, it's a real train. It's not the ghost
5: train. <laughs>
4: Well, how right? you That's know? a good
5: point. That's a good point. Maybe they thought that was the ghost train. <laughs> oh,
4: my God.
5: It's the ghost train. Let's just stand here and wait for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think I'd want a ghost train to run through me either.
4: Mm-hmm. But,
8: hmm
4: Uh-huh. <laughs>
5: I, I,
2: I mean, it just astounds me. I mean, that someone... Can I be I that know.
5: stupid? I yeah. Mean, I feel I, sorry I, for I, him. Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean or anything, uh, but... but it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like it was just like a
2: railroad track, but it was actually a trestle.
5: Right. So you had nowhere to go. <laughs> no. And no that's a good reason for not being there in the first place. Yeah? <laughs> exactly.
2: So, so anyways, uh, I, I did post the uh, video to that on, well, not the guy getting hit by the train, of course.
5: Thank you. Uh,
2: uh, but the, the the video on our Facebook page as well. So there's all kinds of good stuff there. Evidently. Oh boy, it's piling up. I'm telling you. Uh, so I, I don't. You know, it, it's it just. You know, people go out and sometimes they think it's just a joke and everything else, and it really isn't on so many different levels. Not only from mm-hmm. the spiritual end of it, but in the real life, like this. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree?
3: Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, how many how many stories do you have to read about what was the, the we were talking about a few months ago? The the kids who would they jump off a cliff or something crazy? They were out um, investigating somewhere, and the cops were chasing them, and they jumped off wherever some kind of cliff that was in the area where they were investigating because wow. they were running from the cops.
2: How many ghost hunters must die?
3: <laughs> I think we need a T-shirt for that.
2: <laughs> right after the Team Van Helsinki ones.
3: Yeah, where is that, man? Come on.
2: We're working on it. We're working yeah, on it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that, I mean, Mala, you're going to be with me uh, all night long, so um, we've got so much stuff going on tonight. It's just totally crazy. Um, but uh, Mala has a new book out, too, which is, uh, uh, what,
5: Mala. Oh, I want to hear you say the word. Come on, Ron. Didn't I don't, you, I didn't don't you write so. it down? Come on. Go, please, Ron, please.
2: <laughs> let, let me give you a little cigarette. If I write anything down, I can't. A little read cigarette? It.
8: A cigarette? <laughs> a what? A cigarette. A cigarette? Okay.
2: Excuse uh. me. <laughs> cigarette, you know, thing, hush hush. Oh, a secret. Yeah, a cigarette. That's
5: what I said. Now I got you. All oh right. Oh my okay. god! You didn't even have to drop an R to say that. <laughs> <Drop> something. <laughs> okay. Look. Look in the chat, Ron. I see it. A bad see, now, case of the
2: wobbles.
5: Not bad for Vegas. Wow! Hospital.
2: I'm
3: very impressed.
5: Me so, too. Collywobbles.
3: What are Collywobbles?
5: you got to find wobbles. out.
3: We actually got a
5: little yes. teaser on it too. So Ooh,
2: yeah. Go, go ahead. What's a collywobble?
5: Well, a collywobble is a British term for an upset stomach or, like, butterflies in your stomach or just being very, very nervous. Oh. It's like working with
2: uh, uh-huh.
5: Yeah, I think we all have a case of the collywobbles every so often. Except for Van Helsing, of course.
2: Van Helsing fears nothing. Van Helsing just doesn't admit to it, that's all. No, that's not true. That's not true. I just admitted that, that all the stuff I admitted, uh, I'm not going to say bizarre, so forget it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not going to. All right. <laughs> Uh, whatever, you guys are just, anyways, I know we have a, a new thing i got to bring in the show, so we're going to go back to the Collie Wobbles. We just want to put that little teaser out there, the bad okay. case of the Collie Wobbles or whatever. Hey, they are. good
4: oh,
3: for you. You're doing really good. Oh, I think it's those See? little
2: round people you had when you were a kid, and they used to roll back and
5: forth when you put them in the little houses and the little carts. And those stuff. are Weebles. Whatever. Yes, yeah, slightly <laughs> different. Weebles wobble. But they don't fall down. But they don't fall down, that's right.
2: Oh, it's like uh, M&M's melting your hand, not in your fist.
5: Uh, <laughs> I fail to see the difference there, but that's okay. Mhm. Uh, anyway, um, so let me ask
2: Marla first, because she's kind of like the guest. Okay. K- kind of. Like.
3: She's a hanger-on or guest?
2: hanger on yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is like your- toilet
5: paper on a shoe? <laughs> Never
2: mind. Sorry. Oh, that'll be the next one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, so Myla, what what is your favorite either
5: paranormal or horror movie of all time? You
2: can only pick one.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Only one. All right. Well, I'll tell you the one that scared me the most and yeah. left to this day. Um, really? Yeah, uh, an impression. It was back in, I guess it was made in the 50s, and it was starring Peter Lorre and it was called The Beast with Five Fingers. And (laughs) it it was about a hand that got cut off and was wearing this, you know, very nice ring. And it got pissed off, and it would walk (laughs) around and choke people and kill them. Well, I saw that when I was very young and was sure that the hand was going to crawl out from under my bed in the middle of the night and grab my foot. (laughs) And to this day, 100 years later... I, I cannot sleep with my feet uncovered. I don't care how hot it is. Oh. I have, have something on my feet. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Peter you. Laurie. Yeah. That um,
5: is cool. That is so cool. So, that
2: is your little cobby wobble. That
5: is my big collie wobble, Yeah. Oh, okay. That's
2: so, Anne, what is yours?
5: Mine is also a
3: very old movie, and um, I'm not sure when it was made. It's, it is in black and white, it's The Haunting with uh, Julie Harris mm-hmm. when she was very young. Um, I think it was um, early 60s, this movie. But that, um, one, one of the first, it's, and it's not even, it's not bloody, it's all suspense. And it just, um, and it's all just, just and it's actually about a group of paranormal investigators that this, this guy has assembled. Have you ever seen it? Yes. No. And oh. you know
5: the part that got me the worst what? was when they were in that room and the banging started on the door. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm.
3: And everything got quiet, and the doorknob was slowly uh. turning.
5: Mm-hmm. The
3: thing that got me was when the the wall was breathing. Yes. Was it a wall uh. or a door?
5: Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And
3: and and then the the big they have a big they had a big spiral staircase, and. Mm-hmm. Um, They were going up the spiral staircase, and it just started swinging back and forth. It was like, it was just the greatest movie, and it's it's really appropriate for me. You know, it's all about, you know, actually a paranormal investigation, although I think that the guy who had the people come in was studying them, studying the people more than he (laughs) was studying the ghosts. (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, that was a great movie.
2: It was great. You know, you know what's really cool is that we have this newsletter that comes out every month, and uh, uh, I actually have a young lady now that does, does uh, movie reviews for me in in the uh, newsletter, mm-hmm. and she is, I know her very well. She is one of uh, Van Helsing's angels, and <laughs> uh, she is none other than Karen Ruck. Karen, are you there? Yes, I am.
4: Hi, everyone. Hi, Karen. Hi.
2: So Karen, you you have started this new thing for the newsletter, uh, Movie Reviews, and this month's review is what? It is The Orphanage, which is
4: a foreign film from Spain, so you have to read the subtitles, but it's really, really good.
2: And you're going to give us a little hint of what it's about, or anything?
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was waiting for you to make a comment on the subtitles, but you didn't. So, anyways, it's... (laughs) Woman,
5: I was going to, off. though. Go ahead. On, go for uh, it. Yeah, uh, Ron couldn't multitask that well, so he probably won't watch the movie. <laughs> That's not true, because I just watched The Black Book, which was
2: uh, subtitled, and, and I loved it.
4: Oh, I like that one, too.
2: It's a German movie. Exactly. Well, yeah, kind of.
4: Yeah.
2: I think it was remember seeing it. because they don't let Nazi movies come out of Germany anymore.
4: Well, yeah, but it was—it took place in Germany.
2: Yeah, so, yeah,
4: yeah. It's, so uh, anyways, a, the uh, yeah. orphanage is about... That's not paranormal. White. So this one is about this woman who grows up in an orphanage, and she returns to it with her husband to take over the abandoned place for disabled children. And she has an adopted son as well. And then he starts seeing some invisible friends. Soon he goes missing... And then she goes on this journey to, to look for him. And from what you, you hear from it in the beginning is they're very dismissive of his imaginary friends, thinking it's just, you know, a childhood thing. And they start turning to the paranormal to try to find him because it gets to the point where they believe that he did die. And so Ew. she turns to medium, and there's some parapsychologists that come into the house. And they Don't go give to the away look. the ending, though, right? I'm not going to give away the ending. <laughs> um, but that's the, the basis of the movie is, the, I mean, you pretty much do know he died and or you believe he's dead and she's trying to find him. Okay. okay. So it gets, it gets pretty good. It's, it's, it's The, you know, the setting is really nice and the whole movie's pulled together. It, the movie itself is, um, it, like I said, it was in subtitles, but it almost adds to the, the intrigue. Yeah.
3: It almost sounds like that one with um, was it Jodie Foster and got on the plane and was it on a plane?
4: Yeah, she had this.
3: They well, believe no one would believe the child was missing, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they all believe she's the child's missing in the movie. <laughs> aha oh well, that's good.
9: <laughs> yeah, they all they
4: all agree on that. Oh, okay. They don't agree, you know, the, the husband wants to move on and she wants to stay there and find him, and so you know she looks. To other means, like paranormal
2: means, things start so happening. Are we in the talking house. about Jodie Foster or the Orphanage now?
4: We're talking about the Orphanage.
2: Okay, good. The Orphanage. Okay. Confusion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take,
3: I, I didn't mean to confuse much. you, Ron. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually, you. one of the most disappointing movies that I saw, and I just recently saw it, was Lovely Bones.
5: Oh, really? It, now, the, the book, book was good. The Oops, book was
2: really good. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you guys in, in the book, doesn't, doesn't the murdered girl help find her killer?
5: Mm hmm. Ah, uh-uh, not in the movie. Oh, I thought that was the whole point of the book.
2: Yeah. That's what I thought, too. But uh-huh. it, I was never more disappointed than when I saw that wow. stupid
3: movie. Ah, oh, wow. that's too bad. My daughter's reading that book, actually. Yep, that was one of her okay. summer reading books.
2: Mm. So, anyways, we've got about thirty seconds to the break, and this 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 is just flying by because it's been all good stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> of course, it's good stuff. Be quiet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Karen, um, you are going to be reviewing books as well for us as well, right?
4: I will, and I and since school started, I have a book right now for the moms out there. If you want me to just uh, say it real quick, the Gashly Crumb Tinies by Edward Gorey. Oh,
9: I love them. Mm. And
4: it uh, it goes through the ABCs. Mm-hmm. So A is we get about fifteen. A, a is for Amy who fell down the stairs, <laughs> and C is for Basil assaulted by bears.
2: <laughs> okay, I love we'll it. Hold <laughs> on to that one. We're going to take a break right
5: now.
6: Welcome to Talking Net. Radio with a cutting edge.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Daswald and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Daswald is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside the box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Tuesday afternoons at 2. 1 Central on Druginhead.com.
3: And we are back with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron
2: and Ann. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened to the 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 the, the, the promo for Wibbly Wobblies? (laughs) I don't know. It's not my turn to play it. (laughs) Oh crap. (laughs) I don't know. And I guess oh, Marla Brooks. Okay. Oh they didn't oh I I just saw her in the uh control room. They have the clip but they didn't put it in the rotation thing, so we can't. So we we'll, we're gonna play a little later on then. But we actually have another caller And Karen, you still with us? I am. Karen, I, I hate to tell you this but I gotta let you go. That's
4: okay. I will see you soon.
2: I know I'll see you Saturday.
4: Okay, we, see it's the Clara who wasted away.
1: <laughs>
2: Bye, Karen. As we have a we have an investigation at the Portsmouth Lighthouse, and Karen is going to be helping me. So, uh, excellent. Uh, there are tickets still available if you go to our website, which is egos Project at Comcast dot net. No, that's not it me ghost com. there you go (laughs) the letter n the letter e ghost com. okay so karen uh, thank you so much uh we definitely want to look forward to your articles in the newsletter which is free and uh i'll see you saturday okay thanks bye
4: everyone
3: bye karen (laughs) bye-bye
2: wow that blew by okay so anyways as part of our public service do you know we do public service work we do public service. Really? Uh, I, I just made that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Maybe public disservice. No. no actually, um, TojiNet, the, uh, the, uh, the station we're on, um, has a lot of good shows. So I have taken upon me to introduce some of the new shows that are on TojiNet. And oh. the first show... Uh, that we're going to introduce, and we have the young lady on the line up right now, her name is Sue Whitaker, is that right, Sue?
8: It's Sue Whitaker, yes, hey, hi Whitaker. Ron, <laughs> hi Sue, <Hello. laughs> hi, how are you guys tonight? Oh, we're great,
3: he, he's and, already oh, mastered your name. <laughs>
8: I know. I know. How about that? I get it I get it said a lot of ways. Most of the time people want to say Whitaker, and it's Whitaker but you know what? Uh I just go with the flow on that. So I use I know who they're talking about, so that's okay. <laughs> so you answer to anything, right? <laughs> I do, and I and I think this is a great thing that Ron is, uh, has suggested to the rest of us, hosts on TogiNet, and it's really a fun thing to do. And you know, I've always been a person who who loves it, and that's what my business is: is helping other people in business. So this is. This is great. It fits right in with really uh, what I do in the seminars so, what, and the why don't consulting. do you tell us a little
2: bit what you do? And first, tell I us a little will. bit about who you are and what you do. That's the kind of a cool I, thing.
8: Okay, <laughs> I I will. Well, I've been an entrepreneur and own businesses. Uh, Well, probably started when I was in the fourth grade, when I started a little uh, neighborhood newspaper, but it's been the love of my life, (laughs) and uh, I've owned a lot of businesses. And uh, many years ago, when I closed a retail business and a couple other businesses that I had in San Diego, with that personal experience that I had with that, Mm-hmm. I realized how much correlation there was to owning a business and being in a personal relationship. And so I started researching and I started kind of taking into the, uh, the feelings and the things that I experienced going through it, and I developed a um, a concept of the system for loving your business where it, can, it really ties in um how closely related being in a personal relationship and owning a business are and incorporating those that concept into seminars and coaching and so forth. And so I've been doing it for a number of years and um, helping people to kind of take a new and unique and different look at their business and using this concept of comparing the personal relationship aspect to their business, and what it does is it really helps people to be able to make, uh, you know, some uh, decisions that have been maybe more challenging for them. It also opens them up to looking at all sorts of new ways to do things in their business that are more creative and unique. And so it doesn't take away from all of the, the things that you normally do in, in owning and operating and running a business. This is just a concept that is, uh, adds to it and gives you a unique, different way to look at uh, your business and to operate it. And so it's uh, in doing this, uh, and developing this concept and doing the seminars and doing a lot of public speaking, well, then people start calling me the business love maker. and it's stuck, and they coined <laughs> like me with it. And <laughs> so that's who I've been, and uh, it's, it's been really a wonderful ride. It's been fun, and fun. Uh, so then I got into doing uh, the show on TogiNet, and I travel around and do the seminars. I do a lot of public speaking, and um, I do, like I do say, individual coaching with business owners. And kind of in a nutshell, that's what it is. And, of course, I have my website, my host page on TogiNet, where they can... Um, people can read more about my background and go into more depth about it and about the show. And, and when I'm, your on, show Thir- on? I'm oh. on Thursday mornings. I'm on tomorrow morning. I'm on at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And I have wonderful, interesting guests that own um, businesses all, uh, of all kinds. And they have wonderful business stories. And tomorrow, I actually have Lou Paget, who is another host. For TogiNet. And uh, she's going to be, she is the uh, certified sex educator. She's written wait, 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 all wait, wait, numerous.
2: I'm sorry, <laughs> something wrong with my phone. Here. I thought I heard you say sex.
8: Yes, I did say sex. And what? you know, it, you, you know what? I know. it's not that interesting? Everybody goes, what the hell is <laughs> having on a certified sex educator? And what's that got to do with? Her, you know, business consulting and everything. Well, you know what? Right. There is a connection and a parallel, and that's what's so cool about this concept. If you tune in tomorrow and listen to it, you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm.
4: So and That's it's, 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow?
8: It's at 11 o'clock on Eastern Time tomorrow. Uh-huh. Boy. And, and we know where Ron will it. be. <laughs> Pardon me?
3: We know where Ron will be.
8: Oh, absolutely he wants to hear that you know, what's really neat is when I get all of these different people on the show and people wonder, well, how in the world can that fit into what you're talking about here is that's the beauty of the concept and the system I developed is I always can show you that there is a parallel between a personal relationship and a business and how how connected they are and how that you can tap into. To that and to actually, you know, improve a lot of things—the operations, the bottom line, the decision making in your own business—and so it's fun. Twenty-five
2: years ago, when I needed you,
8: (laughs) I was just a kid playing on Mm. the street. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish. There you go. I, you know, you I actually have a
2: funny story. Is that um, uh, I owned a manufacturing company, and uh, it started out for, as a educational products company. We manufactured design uh-huh. and designed teaching aids for schools. Uh, but eventually, it, it went into strictly manufacturing. It, it it kind of morphed that way. But one of my customers was a company called Feathered Love, and I made little display racks for all their little. Feather lover-y things.
4: Uh
3: Feather love?
2: Yeah, feather love, honey. Feather
3: love. (laughs) Okay.
2: Hey, I'm not the one that's hot pink.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whatever. I
2: mean, mean, there is is a, uh, a world out there that maybe we don't talk about it, it's kind of like the paranormal, Uh, Mm -hmm. but uh, sex sells, so I mean, there is a... You
8: know, it does, it does. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, you know, it really, really does, but you know, it's been real, it's been really exciting and interesting for me, because when I, when you, you know, people look at you and say, when you say, I'm the business love maker, and they say, is this some sort of Foo-foo, you know, kind of frilly little thing that you're doing here. And I say, and I just say to her, you know what, just listen to me a second. What if I could show you a technique that you could use that doesn't take too long to catch on to it, but you could use, and the more you use it, the more it will open up avenues for you to be more creative, more decisive, and to improve a lot of areas of your business just by implementing this one technique, and it's it's the more you do it, the more you get tuned into it, uh, the more uh, second nature it becomes as you're operating in your business. And what's really interesting is it it works in the reverse too when you're when you can uh, apply it. To, from uh, making a decision in your own personal life and personal relationships, you can look over at your business side and say, well, how do I do this on my business and how can I apply that, put it into my personal life? But it's very unique and it's it's very, it's very fun, it's interesting, but it just really opens up a lot of avenues for business owners just of coming up with more creative and unique things to be able to do that they wouldn't have thought of before if they hadn't. I've used this approach and this, you know, different way to look at it, this different technique. <clears throat> well, so, anyway, I, I've got to
2: check this show out. And it's 11 o'clock on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time, right here on TojiNet. So, uh, Sue, I want to thank you so much for You by. And, uh, yeah, Please i got, do. I to catch this show tomorrow.
8: <laughs> Please do. Awesome. Please do. <laughs> and it's really great visiting with you both. And I, am love. I've been listening to, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts of everybody because it's hard with you're doing everything that you do with your own business to get in on the times of the shows. So I'm always flipping around and listening to everybody's podcast. So I've listened to you, and I've listened. Uh-oh. To, I'm I've sorry, tried, I, I've tried, I apologize, <laughs> <I did> <laughs> yeah, apologize uh, for him. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't gotten to everybody yet because there's a bunch of us on Foggy Net, but yep. uh, I do try to try to hit as many podcasts as I can of everyone because I I think it's uh, always wonderful to hear what everybody else is doing, and I'm just such an advocate of uh, you know supporting other businesses and uh, helping everybody out. So I think what you're doing is wonderful here tonight, and uh, I I'm looking forward to all of the the hosts that you uh, get on and, and hear about everybody's show. That's great. There you go. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, uh, well, thank and, you, guys. Uh, good luck with you're your show.
2: and uh, I, welcome. I, You know what? I am going to tune in tomorrow. There's no doubt about it. Alrighty. All All right. If they don't tune in, they can also catch it on iTunes as well, right? Pardon me? If they don't tune in, they can also catch it on iTunes as well.
8: Yes, iTunes, and then if they go to my host page on Tony Nets, you can, uh, you know, click on the podcast there and listen. Yep, both All places. Right. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Sue. Thank you for having me on. Bye-bye. Yep, bye-bye. bye-bye. Wow.
2: Wow. Well, yeah, you're not going to believe we're getting a phone call. Another one? Yeah. Oh Wow. So, I mean, well, let me ask you, lady, something. And, Miley, are you still with me, or are you, like... Sticking pins in me again? Oh, no, Only no, in Ann. chat. Only in no, chat. I'm, that was in. Who was sticking pins in me? That's
4: that funny. was me.
5: That was I me. Wouldn't, I wouldn't do such a thing. <laughs> Who's calling uh-huh. you a man whore?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no I'm one's calling you a man whore. That I'm was the gigolo.
5: Right. Uh, a what? A gigolo. Okay. Do gigolo. So you, so you the do you lot laughing, right? I do. I <laughs> make the ladies laugh. <laughs> Yes, you do. Okay. Uh,
2: so, so, anyways, let me ask you this: Have you guys ever purchased any haunted items on eBay? Oh, p-
5: haunted items! Wait a minute. You the mean snive? ghost in a bottle or ghost poop? Who, like who they've said had? <laughs> who said ghost poop. They yeah. were selling ghost poop in a bottle. Honestly, they were. They were. <laughs>
2: uh, in fact, my, my book Ghost today has several items on on eBay that were purchased in haunted. Really. Of course, the most famous was uh, the ghost cane. The ghost that came with the cane was Grandpa's cane, so Grandpa's ghost you could buy. But anyways, so, wow. I, so not, I take it none of you have purchased Evidently, Mala doesn't believe in it.
3: Uh, no, I have not purchased anything haunted from
2: eBay.
5: I believe in P.T. Barnum. There was a sucker born every everything. <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, next week,
2: uh well, uh, I'll talk this about a little bit later. But uh, next week, I will uh, mention something that I purchased uh, haunted item on eBay. You did not. I, I did too, and uh, I can. I actually have a video of some of the stuff that happened. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not? So okay, you know, uh-huh. I, like to think, I like to think I rescued it. I don't really like to think I haunted it. But I have actually in my possession quite a few items that uh, I have rescued, in air quotes Are the air quotes. Yeah, they, can you see that? Uh, Semantics. Yeah.
3: There, I see them floating up there. Yeah, okay. I have so, a friend looks, who got a haunted doll off eBay, though. You did? I, I did not. I have a friend of mine did.
2: And, and was it really haunted?
3: She says he is. She calls him Benny. In the Jets? Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep, uh, Benny in the Jets. But, uh, yeah, Benny is a really creepy, weird doll,
2: and, I don't know, she thinks he's haunted. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, anyways, we have on the line a gentleman uh, by the name of Brian, and he is from one of Ann and I's favorite places, which is the Dark Shadows, Collinwood Inn.
3: Ooh, nice.
0: Brian, you there? I'm here. How are you doing, Ron? Outstanding. (laughs) Outstanding. Hi, Brian. Hi. (laughs) And
2: and you are actually selling something on eBay, and I know this is haunted.
0: Uh, Yes, we are. We have our most popular room up for auction on eBay, the Barnabas Room, that is uh, a little bit haunted, I would say.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What happens there? What happens in there?
0: Well, let's see. We've had customers that have told us about the phantom cat they've heard meowing in the room. Mm -hmm. We've had other customers uh, tell us about um, somebody poking them in the middle of the night while they were sleeping. I'm not touching it. (laughs) Be quiet, Ron. Quiet. Me neither. Nope. No poking. And the the latest one we had was um, just after uh, we had our... One of our investigations, uh, one of the customers stayed overnight, and she was making fun of uh, the fact that um, every time she went around certain areas, the activity would stop, and uh, she was making fun of the ghost cat. Well, at about 5 o'clock in the morning, while she was um, trying to get some sleep, she had somebody whisper in her ear, it's over there. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Neat. And was it? Uh, I have no idea. I was down in my own bedroom, so. <laughs> so well, I, I hope put, she you got you up and looked. decided
2: to put this bottomless cause. Now, for those who don't know, uh, we're talking about Dark Shadows, the nineteen what uh, no, seventies six no, yeah, 66 to seven. yeah, sixty six to seventy one. There, there you, you go. go. So I was right in both accounts. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, Doc Shadows soap opera. It was a daytime soap opera, featuring Bottomus Collins, and then a cast of characters. But originally, it was just Bottomus. Uh, and so you have your inn, which is all decked out. In fact, in the foyer, you have a big picture of Bottomus Collins.
0: Yes, we have the the uh, port, uh, a copy of the portrait that you would always see in the uh, Dark Shadows TV show,
4: mm.
0: of uh, the same, the, just a copy of the same uh, painting of Barnabas Collins, and he he greets you as soon as you walk in the front doors. Okay. Nice. Do his eyes so this, follow you. This room you can actually bid on,
2: and this is not just on any particular night. This is for. This is for Halloween night.
3: If oh, you dare.
2: nice. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, not to go on there and look. <laughs> and,
0: uh, and do you know what the current bid is, uh, Brian? Uh, the current top bid is uh, one hundred and twenty-seven fifty. Oh, it's not bad. Well, that's a bargain. So far.
2: Yeah. Gotta watch oh. out for those snipers that come in. So this is kind of yeah. a neat idea that you did that. I mean, here's a chance to. Uh, stay in the Bottomless Collins Room on Halloween, and uh, uh, it's a B and B, right?
0: Yes, it is. Yes. Plus, you also get a free pass to the uh, Dark Shadows Masquerade Ball. We're having that. <gasps> nice. Mm. That's the best part.
5: Oh, Love it. Wow.
0: Love it. So so you're going, Huh? It's only in.
5: uh, Oh, God, I'll have to rev up the broom and get an overhaul to get over there.
2: (laughs) It's it's, it's in uh, Oneida, New York.
5: Got to get a new GPS for the darn thing. The last one blew off.
2: So, anyways, uh, can you do us a favor? Can you go on to our uh, page there? What is that page in? Ghost Chronicles Dash next generation right, I, I believe you like us, uh, Brian, so you could actually post the link Yeah, uh, to the bid on it so that people sure can: can. All right, so oh, that would be uh, awesome. We, we, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I, I, we've got a ton of stuff to do tonight. I really apologize for having you such a short time. I've already I'm sure Cameron's not going to speak to me again, but that's all right.: <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. that's okay. Cool. I'm going to be going down dark with her on the lighthouse on Saturday. we have going to be careful. Oh, yeah, so, you better be in back of her. So, so, Brian, well, thank you so much for dropping by. And once again, uh, if you would post that on our our Facebook page, we you know we would love that. Sure, no problem whatsoever. All right, uh, Brian, and, and you know what? We'll have you back on the show and find out how much this damn thing sold for. Okay, that'd be great. All right. Thank you, Brian. That's Brian from the Collinwood Inn. And Thanks, Brian. Oh. Oh. Oh, lost I think I think we
3: cut him off. Wow. Well, I didn't cut him off. Somebody cut him off.
2: Okay. So he's gone. Okay. Uh, so the next thing we want to get up before Ann sticks more pens into me is her damn cemetery tripping. I mean, her lovely cemetery tripping thing. Thank so, you. So, uh, Anna, can we play Ann's cemetery thing, please?
9: Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where each week I will feature a different cemetery that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Today I will be talking about a cemetery near and dear to my heart, the cemetery in my own hometown of East Bridgewater, Massachusetts, Central Cemetery. As a child, I spent a lot of time riding my bike around its winding, shaded roads and climbing a large oak tree, which today stands over the graves of my mother and father-in-law. This cemetery actually contains an older, colonial-era cemetery called simply the Old Graveyard, where stones dating back to the 1700s reside. The stones in this cemetery rival that of any classic New England cemetery, with their death heads, soul effigies, crossbones and such. Most of the stones are fairly well preserved for their age. Other unusual stone markings here include suns, which are sporadically seen in this area and can most likely be attributed to a local carver. This carving features a sun half hidden, as if sinking into the horizon, sometimes with eyes, sometimes without, symbolic of the completion of life and ascension to heaven. A very ornate stone is that of the Reverend John Angier, a founding father of East Bridgewater. His large stone bears the engraving of him in his pulpit, preaching to his congregation in his robes and colonial wig, surrounded by columns and olive leaves. This stone dates from 1787 and sits in the very front row overlooking the main street, an appropriate place for him to continue overseeing the life of this small town. Another interesting stone in this cemetery involves the story of Francis Davis Millett, an internationally known artist, sculptor, and reporter. He was born in Mattapoisett, but had family and an art studio in East Bridgewater. At age 16, Millet entered the Massachusetts Regiment, first as a drummer boy and then as a surgical assistant to his father, a surgeon in the American Civil War. After devoting his life to his art, Millet was among the founders of the School of the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. On April 10, 1912, Millet boarded the Titanic in France, bound for New York City. He was last seen helping women and children into lifeboats and his body was recovered after the sinking and returned to East Bridgewater, where his art studio still stands today. He was buried in Central Cemetery beside other members of his family and his stone bears the engraving drowned in the loss of the ship Titanic. You can find Central Cemetery near the center of East Bridgewater on Central Street across from the town hall and there's plenty of room to park along the roads of the cemetery. Enjoy a trek through this classic New England cemetery, and who knows, maybe you'll bump into someone you know there.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you for your input. Oh, that was it is so a great cool. cemetery. I love it.
5: Sounds terrific.
2: It's yeah, very you know, historic. Mala, this 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 show is just flying by here. We're not going to talk about wobbly wobblies so, the way it's. <laughs> <going>. <laughs> you,
5: you couldn't talk about it anyway. <laughs> Well,
2: anyways, we actually have an announcement to make. Uh, uh, Anne is going away, so uh, next week we will be having a special edition of Ghost Chronicles, but it is Ghost Chronicles Book of Shadows. And oh. I will be joined by my favorite West Coast witch, Marla Brooks, and nice. my favorite East Coast witch, Kelly Spangler. So we'll be talking uh, more about Willie Wobbles tomorrow, uh, next week as well.
3: So, awesome. I'm so happy that Marla is going to be co-hosting with
2: you. Instead of someone else? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that.
5: Marla, you can come host any time, hon. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask either. No, no, no. Yeah, don't go there. <laughs> going to go in blind and not pay any attention. <laughs>
2: we we got the two-minute bell coming up, so I'm going to play your clip right now because we want a little teaser for next week's show.
5: Okay, good.
6: We all go through life secure in the knowledge of who we are. But every so often, we find out that things may not be what they seem. You see, the world around us is very complex. It's made up of many layers. And when you start to peel the layers back... Either by choice or by accident, you just might uncover the truth.
1: There's something very special about you, Shelly, and it's time you knew. I know this might come as a bit of a shock, but... <clears throat> you're a witch. I'm a what?
6: You see, the magical world and mortal world are intermingled with no physical boundary. It's all a matter of perception. In Shelley Gordon's case... It's also a matter of destiny.
1: You see, Shelley, your great-grandmother was a powerful witch. And throughout her life, she fought against the dark side. She died before she could finish her work. But she knew a descendant would be born who would take her place. Someone who would finally put an end to the devastation caused by the vicious and destructive witches of Rue. And that someone is
6: you. Needless to say, hearing that kind of information is enough to give anyone... A Bad Case of the Collywobbles. Wobbles. And in case you don't know what collywobbles wobbles are, go to www.marlabrooks.com and order her new ebook, A Bad Case of the Collywobbles. Wobbles. It's rather bewitching, if I do say so myself.
4: <laughs> that was great.
5: That was great, and, and it was made great by my friend and a great voiceover artist, um, Steve Chocolate, who happens to be in the chat room as The Voice. Hey I wondered Steve. who that
3: was. <laughs> we love you, Steve. Excellent. Yeah. Was excellent.
5: excellent. Yeah, and um, hey we're working on getting it to be an audio book, too, which is going to be really great, um, oh, especially nice. with all the voices and stuff.
2: Oh, that that my god! Awesome.
5: Yeah. Excellent.
2: Yeah, maybe I can get a free copy of it.
5: Yes, you can. <laughs> Actually, you can. You know, you you got to know the right people. But in this case, since I'm your favorite West Coast witch, only because you don't know any others, um, I'll still, <laughs> you I'll still send that. you a copy. Wait a minute. You don't really
3: know that I don't know any Hey, Ron, other. you know, we have uh, heartbeats and music here.
5: But the show's over? No way. It is. Yeah, uh-huh. he got lucky. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, so anyways uh, I want to thank everybody who uh, popped in today, it was kind of interesting, uh, it was on a whirlwind so anyways, tune in next week for our special Ghost Chronicles Book of Shadows with Mahler and Kelly and myself so, till then Good night, everybody. God
6: bless Ghost
1: to Everyday Autism Chronicles, Chronicles. with Shannon Pinlock. Friday Deliverous afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis